Welcome to episode 5 of the Story Pilgrim. The South Downs. Well, a little bit of the South Downs and a sacred place. A sacred place for me, that is. I'm pretty new to this podcasting thing, so I've been forgetting to ask you to please like, follow, comment, share this podcast. If you get a chance to do that, that would mean a lot. So let's just dive straight in. I don't really have an explanation about this episode. I pretty much said it on the way. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be. Um, I, uh, well, welcome to what will be episode five of the Story Pilgrim, and I'm mixing it up again. I've decided to, uh, um, well, I mean, if I'm being honest, I'm not 100% sure what, I know what the Story Pilgrim is, but I'm not exactly sure what it should be, or what it can be, or what it wants to be. Um, I'm just going to let it grow, I'm going to let it be organic, and, uh, and and go from there. So, um, if you've already joined me, morning, if you've already joined me on the Story Pilgrim, let's let this postman not run me over, I, for the first few episodes you will have uh, listened to St. Cuthbert's Way, the Saint's Way, and to our wonderful Anya, um, which uh, I thoroughly enjoyed making them. And, uh, you know, initially I had the thought that, uh, well, the story pilgrim will be me walking pilgrims, pilgrim routes, um, and what have you. But uh, I also then, as I'm doing this, I'm thinking, well, you know, I don't have to always walk pilgrimages so the next couple of episodes I'm just going to discover my local area I currently living down in Brighton and Brighton's wonderful because there's lots of lovely stuff to do by the sea there's lots of great uh, restaurants coffee shops there's the sea there's the pier there's the marina Um, but also literally what I've done this morning I've driven three miles outside of Brighton and I'm in the middle of nowhere. I've come up to a place, a Ditchling, Upper Lodges, and uh, Brighton has the South Downs Way running right along past it. So I want to go for a walk around that. I'm at a signpost here where I have South Downs Way, Stamna Village, uh, Lower Lodges, Upper Lodges, Stamna Organics, and Wellbeing Gardens. So we're going to go for a little walk uh, around this area and see what we can discover in my local area. Um, which is going to be the South Downs Way. Um, And while I do that, uh, these next couple of episodes, I'm going to think about what what is it that makes a person a pilgrim? What is a pilgrim? The thing that I was quite surprised by um, when I... um, started doing the Camino was the number of people that would refer to me as a pilgrim, especially those people who were living on the route would be obviously Spanish, most of them were Spanish and they would refer to me as El Pellegrino, which is a pilgrim and when I first started for the first um well, for the first week or so, I was like, no, 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 I'm, 
I'm not a pilgrim, I'm just walking. But then as I got into it, I kind of understood that title and kind of took it on myself for saying, well, yeah, I am. I am doing this in a kind of way as a pilgrimage. Um, so what is, what is a pilgrim? What does it mean to, to be, what does it mean to be on a pilgrimage? And what is a pilgrimage? What is a pilgrim? What is a pilgrimage? Heavy questions, but an important one, for me at least. Anyway, I'm out on the South Downs. Have you ever been? It's lovely. The beautiful South Downs, just going all along the coast here. Um, and that's the that went up to Devil's Dyke, which is a little bit further east from where I am. Sorry, I'm getting my directions all wrong. A little further west from where I am at this moment in time. I mean, if I turned around, it would be. No, it'd still be west, wouldn't it? Um, well, I'm so silly. And uh, it's interesting from Devil's Dyke, you can see down into Brighton and you get to have a lovely look at Brighton from up there. Morning. But you also get to, uh, uh, that, love, that lady was looking at me very strangely. It's like, what the heck is he doing? He's walking along, talking into this hairy thing. Very strange man. Uh, there's a couple of, well, four dogs having a, a nice little frolic, all enjoying each other's company. Um, yeah, but then you turn around when you're at Devil's Dyke and you can just see uh, the countryside uh, up into Hassocks and uh, there is a sign up there that says uh, Constable. Uh, the painter said that this was the, the greatest view in, in the world. Now, Constable obviously didn't travel very far um, and didn't see many things from that but uh, it is pretty spectacular it is that's I've said it many times before I'll say it again that uh, nature is just beautiful a 15 minute drive from my house and uh, I'm in the middle of nowhere can't see from where I'm stood at the moment yeah if I turn around I can see some houses but in the direction I'm going if I look over to my Right, I just see trees and fields. That's it. One electric pylon. Gorgeous. This summer, Brighton has been really busy. Chock-a-block, which is great. Great for the town, great for businesses. But sometimes it's not great for your mental health when you've just got loads of people. Well, that's not a squirrel, that's a, that's a little, that's like a, a weasel or a ferret or something has just gone running through the field, bouncing away. Uh, I thought it was a squirrel, but it wasn't. But again, here I am, I said it, I'm not even, I mean, I could drive to this area here because I'm on the road at the moment and there's a pheasant running away, quite where the, weasel or ferret was um, and listen 
Isn't that great? You just come out within not even half an hour away and um, just surrounded by beautiful countryside. Um, very lucky. Just stopped here and sat on top of a stile here where I um, on the Mars bar. Um, just really important to keep fueling this um, sacred thing, my body. Oh god, that sounds awful, doesn't it? I don't th think that way at all. But I do think Mars bars are great. When I first went to America, I got very confused. So I bought a Mars bar and a bit into it and it was a Milky Way. No, that's not right. So I then had to buy a Milky Way, a bit into it and it's a Mars bar. They got it wrong in America. But it's all about the son, was it son or the brother of Cadbury's or something? One of them moved to England and or America went one, one way and they called it something else and it went the other way that's why they flipped there you go not very good like telling of the anecdote but i'm enjoying my mars bar very nice how do you eat your mars bar i just eat it i had a stage where i would like take the chocolate off and then eat the toffee bit off the top and and then eat the squidgy bit at the bottom, which is the Milky Way bit. But uh, now nah, I just eat it. Just eat it, just shove it in my mouth and eat it. Mars bars are great. It's amazing what you can discover on your very own doorstep if you just take the time out and have a look. Meanwhile, I was making new friends on my walk and at the same time doing some research. To my left now, there's a load of little like trees, very thick trees, and underneath them there's a flock of sheep just all sat there, just sat around. Remember on the sense where I said, well, sheep just eat, don't they? They just eat. Those guys are just sat there having a look. There's one here. He's eating away. He's just checking me out. Um, yeah, these sheep aren't running away. They just kind of stand there and go, you got something, not anything, no, and just let me walk past. And here on my left there's loads of, uh, I think these are swedes or turnips. Yeah, it's a field of, I think these are turnips, I think they're above the ground, yeah. Uh, so there's loads of sheep, lots of them have hidden themselves underneath the cover of the trees, little uh, berry trees, I'll have a good scratch there. Let's come across a stile here, uh, it has Monday Group written on it and a little sign, Monday Group Volunteers. 
We build and repair stiles and bridges and clear footpaths. Our labour is free, but we depend on grants and donations to buy the materials. To report a path problem, or to make a donation to help keep our footpaths open, please visit www.mondaygroup.org. I'll have to investigate that more. I'll come up to the top of a hill. I can see the sea now if I turn around. Very, I mean, I know it's the sea to figure out what a pilgrim is. And if we look at the Oxford English Dictionary, as a noun, a pilgrim is a person who makes a journey, brackets, usually of a long distance, close brackets, to a sacred place as an act of religious devotion. And then it also has it as a, as a verb, an intransitive verb, to make a pilgrimage or other long journey, to go on pilgrimage, to travel or wander, also to pilgrim it. Prior to me doing the Camino, I absolutely would have said, yeah, I, I would only associate a pilgrim with somebody who's doing it for a spiritual reason. Uh, there's a religious connotation to that. But then since I have been uh, just living life and uh, did my masters and walking these uh, pilgrimages, the word sacred pops up quite a lot and you'll see that on the website on the uh, story pilgrim it's a uh, it's quite an important word sacred to me um, something special something really unique to you it can be anything it, it, can, it can be family it can be a sports team it can be a species of wildlife it can be your pet, it, it can be your phone, it can be your profile on Instagram, TikTok, whatever it might be. So I am tr I'm trying to come to the realization that the, the, the pilgrim and pilgrimages have become really popular in the last 15, 10, 15 years or so with the rise of the Camino and I think the pandemic has helped as well um, I don't know if that's the right word helped um, there's the view anyway anyway I'm a bit further on from Devil's Dyke I'm jumping around again um, but that's the view that Constable says is the most magnificent view in the world it's okay it's all right you know it's I mean I've seen better. I'm really delving into what does a pilgrimage mean to me. You know, sometimes you just have to be present, live in the moment. You know, I'm doing a little pilgrimage today. I'm not, I'm, I don't have a destination, but this is a moment for me. It, this is a sacred moment for me to be able to be out and just reconnect again I'm saying it again connection connect to nature connect to the environment around me 
Um, and the, also the people around me, there's, there's a couple of ladies here with their dogs and it looks like they found, oh yeah they have, they found a, found a pond and the dogs are right in the middle of the pond. They've just jumped in, two spaniels. They are going to be quite wet. You're not going to join them? Oh. <laughs> I know. Well, they're having fun. Yeah, they're loving it, jumping in there. That's something sacred to them. Um, so I'm now at Ditchling Beacon, which I think is showing at 240 meters above sea level. Just see Brighton, I can see the wind farm vaguely, it's like very ghostly. It's I said for a long time in my career as, a, as an actor, I said for a long time, and I still say it, I've got a lot to learn. Uh, with regards to the industry, there's a lot to that. I think you never accomplish, which is why you know people do talk about an accomplished actor, and there's this whole thing now about, oh, I'm an award-winning actor. Well, well, what does that mean? Yeah, it means you've won an award, but what does that mean? Yeah, um, I could go into that. I'm not going to. And I, and I think that's in life. I see I see my acting as a sponge. Whenever whatever project I do, I soak it all up. I take as much in as I can. But also, you know, it's also my duty and right to to give back. You know, to give back what I've learned. To to take the my experience and and pass it on to to people. Um, you know, um, another gate there that was probably not closed by that cyclist. Um, yeah, so what is all of that? Um, here's another area where people are parking their cars on the South Downs. Oh, got something in my shoe. Hang on. There we go. Got little spikes and stuff in, in my shoe. But yeah, as I say, I always feel like I'm got something to learn and, and I kind of need to take that as life as well you know it's like as you get older as I've discovered as I get older you kind of figure out what life is to you what's important what isn't important what makes you laugh what makes you cry what makes you angry what makes you be peaceful and uh, and these walks really do help me to reconnect, but also the this the act of what I'm doing now of of talking to you um, helps me as well to figure things out, to put things in place, to understand why it is I'm feeling <coughs> certain things that I feel swallow just darting, two, two swallows just darting in front of me there. Um, yeah, so I do see this this morning as a, as a pilgrimage to myself. I'm having a wonderful reflective day and then 
There's something really strange happening with my pants across my bum. Like as I'm walking, it feels like something's slapping my bum. And then I reach down, it feels like it's something from my backpack. But it's not. Just like tweaking me a little bit. And uh, it's a little bit off-putting, really. I think I need new pants. But it's the first time in a long time that I've done a, a walk like this. Most of my walks for the last whew, six, seven years have been to get somewhere. You know, along the Camino, also just hikes that I've taken in the past and this has been the first circular walk I've done in a long time and again thoroughly enjoyable because it's that act of doing that act of putting one front one foot that act of putting one foot in front of the other and moving forward and being present and being aware of what's around me but again thinking about the word pilgrim and pilgrimage I've seen a lot on social media recently uh, things like doing a pilgrimage for and fill in the blank you know climate the environment human rights it's uh, people making a statement you know yourself making a statement is this me doing this walk this morning me making a statement yeah so when I initially was called a pilgrim it was very much no 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 that, that doesn't apply to me but I can as over, as the years and as I've done it more I absolutely am happy to take that a helicopter coming over the top to take that mantle to take that name to take that um, label he yeah, talked about uh, the uh, doing the Camino de Santiago sort of stripped away labels for me in certain elements of my life but then you know in just the way that we are as human beings and in the society that we have now we do very quickly label people things um, careers uh, we'd like to, we like to label we like to have an association with with something so you know, it's familiar it becomes familiar to us we do like that familiarity and again from my discovery on the Saints way you know I have discovered the the spontaneity that I need in life and nothing hugely risk-taking but uh, spontaneity is quite important to me 
in my life so again just the act of doing this walk this morning going uh, to an area that I don't know that I've never been before but it literally is within not throwing distance that's a, just a saying isn't it it's not far from home at all you know um, but just by doing this adds more to me keeps me going That was the sound of me hitting a ball off a golf tee for the first time in, I reckon, at least five years. Now, why are you hearing that? Well, as I'm contemplating what a pilgrim is and what a pilgrimage is, the thoughts of something sacred, um, something that means a lot to you uh, this is something that means a lot to me when I say you I mean as a person and golf uh, I've always said for quite a long time golf is the only time when I can really truly relax and focus when I'm stood over that ball it's just, it focuses me in. It helps me to, to just be present. So I thought on this episode, I'm not gonna take you too much around the golf courses. That'd be really boring and probably the majority of you don't like golf. So why would I do that? But just come for a game of golf like I haven't done in five years, like I hadn't walked for two years. So, what is that? You know, why why do I put off these things that are so special to me? I I should really try and concentrate on on myself a little bit more and being true to myself. Um, and also, I should concentrate on trying to find my ball. Uh, should be down here somewhere. There it is. I see it. That's the sacred place. The golf course. Well, like I said, that's sacred to me. Five years since I've played. That's just too long to be away from something that is special to me. And here's why. I first started playing golf when I was 10. Now, my memories of this are a bit fuzzy. I can't remember if I got golf clubs or if it was golf lessons when I was 10 years old. But the golf course that I took the lessons at wouldn't allow you to start playing on the golf course until you were 12. So I had lessons with the golf pro there for two years uh, before I even was allowed to play around a golf. And I could walk to the golf course from our house where we were living. So I would do that, um, have regular lessons for two years and then at 12 years old started playing uh, i loved it i really enjoyed my golf i was a bit of a, a social recluse so i my whole years at school were not good i didn't enjoy my time at school and i didn't really have a social life at school and um, so the golf course was where i really enjoyed it and you know it's a game that you play on your own uh, yeah, you do have the Ryder Cup where you have teams, but, you know, I play a lot of rounds of golf on my own, and I prefer 
Uh, I don't know if to say I prefer golf on my own. I don't think that's correct. I do enjoy playing with friends. It is a very solitary game, and I do really enjoy that. And it's out in nature, as you can hear. Great. This is one of the fun things about being on a new golf course, is that you don't quite know where you're going. And so, just hit a ball off the ninth tee, and it's absolutely lovely. Went right down the middle of the fairway, and it rolls down towards the green. So you can't see, it's like you're hitting over a hump. And as I'm coming down, I'm looking for my ball, and I can't see my ball anywhere. It's just disappeared. And there's a gentleman walking his dog, and you can tell that he's walking around looking for golf balls, because he's looking in all the edges and stuff and what have you, and he's bending down, picking them up. And the footpath goes across the hole where I've just been. Bet your life he's picked my ball up, and he's walking off with it cheeky little bugger oh dear right I don't know where I'm going now ninth okay I think it's up there tenth is up this way this is again another thing trying to find your way around so that's halfway round this is 14 I think 10 is going to be I'm hoping 10 is up here not I've got it completely wrong and I'm in I'm completely turned around <sighs> I have no idea where I am that's number nine I need to put my glasses on I'm completely completely lost on a golf course typical me in it ten over there then this map is really isn't doing me much favours. I'm just really annoyed about me, but oh, it was a really good shot. Right, is this number 10? Found it. Hang on, is that 10? No. Hang on, I can't see. That's hole 16. Where's number 10 then? Hole 16, 16, 14, well, where's 10 then? That doesn't make, that's number 9, that's 16, I've just played number 15, where's number, oh I've played the wrong hole, I've just played 15, I've played 15, I went 8 to 15. Oh, I'm going to play 16 and then go home. Yeah, I totally got lost. So there you go. That's what happens when you don't play golf for five years. You go the wrong way. So I'm on the 17th hole now. I definitely know which hole I'm on now. But I thoroughly enjoy being back out on here. You kind of are in nature. Yes, it's a cultivated nature. But it is a time to be able to just um, take it easy, relax, have a good conversation with yourself or with whoever else you're playing with. And just try and get that little ball closer to that hole. 
focusing in, being present. I managed to get lost on a golf course. It ended up not being a full round of golf, but I was finally back in my sacred place, my pilgrimage. What's yours? When was the last time you actually went there? I had a great time walking a part of the South Downs and playing some golf. I'm discovering what the Story Pilgrim is. If you do have any suggestions, any ideas, needs, please let me know. Contact me via our website, email me at connect at thestorypilgrim.com or find me on Instagram or X as it is now known. Once again, please share this podcast with those that you care about. Like it, follow it, make some comments. The more the better. The Story Pilgrim was written and produced by Darren Hill. Original music by the amazing Anya Baca. Join us for episode six. Friends. Not that friends. <laughs> <laughs>